and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me A Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is, you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk to keep Block Talk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Opposites attract, unless that's the theme for a makeover challenge. It was all in the family as the Queen's Down Under got to make over four members of the same family. So who painted on a win? It's time to talk all things Drag Race Down Under 2 with my extra special guest, the Queen who hates everything, Alison Wonderland. Hello, hi, it's me, and it's true. Um, yeah, I think that's near new claim to fame on the podcast. Like there, there could be the most beautiful sunset, and you're like, no, it's ugly. And so it's not, and inspiring. I'm so picky. Yeah, um, and that's okay. You know what? It's all right. Things happen. Um, life, exactly. as we said earlier, is not a box of chocolates. It's not a cabaret. It's it's not a bowl of cherries. Um, it's shit. Life is shit, but that's okay. It is. It is what it is. You know. Maybe if Lady Gaga had a song, "Life Is," whatever, insert whatever phrase she wants to use. Maybe then things will be better, right? God, I hope. Fingers crossed. Or just with my theory, I'm convinced when they do make a, a, a redo um, of Cabaret, she will star in it. Like, it's going to happen. God willing. Like, she's on stage with Liza. It's going to happen. It's destiny at this point, to be honest. <sighs> no, she wants to play Harley Quinn. <laughs> it's going to be good. If it's not, it is your fault. Listen, I am Lady Gaga sometimes. There it is. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Um, Drag Race Down Under 2. What a what a show. That's a word for it. It's a show, all right. Um, I will say that I have had some lovely interactions with some of the cast when I've like tagged them in things. I tagged my winner pick um this week, and she was so sweet, so kind, even agreed to come to the on the podcast. Um, but we'll save oh. that for the end. I was like, oh my god, I love you. Because she literally said I love you, and I was like, you're hot. Okay, we cool. love to see it. Yeah. How have you been enjoying this season? It's definitely better than season one of Down Under. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It's still a little rough around the edges, but it's choppy. I like it's it choppy. So far. Um, I just don't get it. Like, does Rue not have a budget? Does is Rue like saving the good shit for herself in the US? Like, why why the thing that I just can't get? Last season, fine. COVID thing, New Zealand, they were, they were huge on making sure COVID restrictions. Fine, I get it. Where are the guest judges? Are I you know. telling me there are no celebrities in New Zealand or Australia? Because we know that's a lie. Yeah. They could have the girls from H2O. You could have all of the Hemsworthises. I, I don't even take the least favorite one. You could have Nicole Kidman. Um, you could have Kylie in person. Delta exactly. Goodrum. Um, how many people do we have? Give us Kath and Kim. We're waiting. RuPaul, we're waiting. Joel Creasy, but I, I've already been told you can't put Joel Creasy and Reese Nicholson in the same room because then it's a gay explosion. Um, like just too combustible. Too Might gay. be good TV. Oh, it'll be so good TV. Ru, just hire me. I'll help you. I'll help Please. you. Please. Yeah, Allison wants me to be hired so I don't have to do a podcast with her, right? No, I just want guest judges. (laughs) I know, it's true, it's true. I want some new faces. let's dive into this uh, makeover episode. Um, Ding dong, the twink is gone. Beverly got to the bloody top five, and Hannah says that Bev is a great representation of Brisbane and should be proud of everything she's done. Just a little bit patronizing. Just a little bit. Just a little... Beverly, though, is Team Spanky, and Queen's like, well, she's always been delusional. Um, 
queen says that her journey has been up and down and she's led learned a lot about herself and a lot of lessons that will benefit her in the long run hannah tells kong that she wants her to win the next challenge because she can't compete her against her in lip sync uh so she is just telling the future and perhaps admitting that uh yeah she's not gonna win a finale lip sync against queen is she we'll find out listen all will be revealed soon kitty girl how would you do in a lip sync against queen kong can you do all of the splits and tricks and death drops and dips and um, um well gymnastics? Queen Kong kinda she's a great performer. Her stunts look a little dangerous. They do. They sure do. Did I freak out thinking she was going to break a neck? Yes, I did. Uh-huh. Like kind of at some points it just looks a little bit like you know when you like spray a roach with raid and it won't die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh what is your go-to uh stunt? Lip syncing. I had an accident in 2019, and I'm not really a stunt girl after that too much. You know. Obscura, stop hurting people. I know, she hit me right in the knee, Tanya Harding. There it is. Molly's going to ask Spanky how it feels to have two people put it on the mirror for her to win. She says it means the world to her as it goes to show that she's left an impression on them. Girl, you left an impression on all of us. Bad drag can win. Exactly. It's happened before. It's true. Uh, Queen, though, it seems Spanky, but she just wants the crown first. Spanky tells Hannah that she's coming from the backside, um, but she's a winner, and as the winner, Spanky has to rub her toe. Is that the relationship that you and Obscura have? Like, if you win a a bet or something, that one of you has to rub the other's foot? I would not go near her feet with a 20-foot pole. Um, You know the Velociraptors in Jurassic Mm -hmm. Park? Yes, yeah. yes, of course. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just watched uh, uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Have you seen that that little ditty? I haven't. You should. It's really good if you're high. I can make that happen. Yeah. Laura Dern, national treasure. We loved Laura Dern. Hannah feels like she's cementing herself as someone to beat, but Molly will say that her and Hannah in the bottom would out-stunt and trick Queen, which is funny because no... Not really. I don't see it happening. No. But we're going to watch the two of them um, leapfrog and be like two drunk cats at a barbecue. Um, but let's be real. They're just hobbits. Might be more entertaining, though. It might be. It might be. Um, are you a fan of hobbits? I don't know what that is. Excuse me? The Hobbit? Lord of the Rings? Oh, I've never seen it. Okay. Well, that's that's a that's a thing that has happened when you've admitted, listeners. Please don't at Allison. Um, it's okay. Um, she's also a, a child. She's a, of a certain age. That Lord of the Rings was probably out before she was even born. Uh, what year did it come out? The first one was ninety nine, two thousand. I came. I, I was born in ninety eight. Well, there's there's our problem. You are still a child, and you are not going to watch a three hour movie about people walking and no. going on a river. I'm 23 now, and I still probably wouldn't watch. (laughs) It's good high, a.k.a. no, you'll fall asleep. Yeah. Next day, we're going to watch Hannah carry Spanky in on her back. And I have to say, what if she, like, smushed her to death? That looked terrifying. Hannah is She's a hobbit. She's a tiny person. Spanky is... A tree. It gave me me very much David and the Goliath. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... Hannah's stronger than yesterday. She is. How tall are you? 5'8". Okay, okay. You're probably still taller than Hannah. Yeah. Um, but, but much shorter than Swanky. Yeah. It's a new week, and Hannah reminds us that she is the only girl from Sydney in the top four, but she does give a shout-out to Courtney Axe, um, but she was in the U.S. season. Um, I'm shocked she wasn't eliminated on the spot because we know that RuPaul does not want that name ever uttered in her presence. The drama. Molly did not see this as the top four. She thought Minnie and Yuri would be there. Um, but who was like number four? She gave you two names and herself. I'm going to assume she meant Kong, but I'm not quite positive. Who do you think she meant? I'm going to assume Kong because I don't think she meant herself. I, I didn't expect Molly to be at the top four. I don't think she should have been. I think Beverly would have been a better option here, but whatever. It's fine. She thought it was going to be Minnie and Yuri. I thought not them either, but Molly and Kong won when 
they've bought him a few times. Spanky and Hannah are over there with three wins. Interesting to say the least. Again, not how I predicted things to go. But Queen admits that she's a top and she never bottoms. Um, are we shocked by that? No. 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 I mean, I wouldn't even feel comfortable topping her. I don't think I would either. And I'm not even a bottom. Yeah. It, she, she's intense. I love her. I adore her. Yeah. But yeah, I could never, never. Uh, Molly says that going home now will be more devastating than going home early. Uh, <laughs> guess you should have stepped your pussy popping up. You know, the alarm blares. And Rue is not going to give a message. No, no. We get a message from Daddy Murray Bartlett. Um, for those who don't know, he was one of the stars of the White Lotus. You know, the manager who took a shit in a guest's luggage. Do you know Murray Bartlett? I do. I am familiar. Are you familiar obs- with I've, the White I'm Lotus? Obsessed. Yes, I'm obsessed with Australia as a whole. <laughs> I can't wait for the next season. Oh my God, it's going to be so, so good. Um, is he your daddy? Would you no. let him take a shit in your suitcase? I would, yes. Mm-hmm. Listeners, if you have not seen The White Lotus and I just spoiled shit for you, you've had over a year at this point to watch that brilliant work of art. Um, oh, it's so good. I just, I, I can't stop talking about it. Well, his message is about the family that slays together, stays together. Uh, and Queen knows it's a makeover challenge, but we're going to wait for Rue to confirm it. Um, that would have been cool if Mario Bartlett was there in person as a guest judge. I know. I know. Have anyone there in person would have been cool. Spoiler, he's dead on the show. So what the fuck was he doing? With a week away from the finale, with four of them left, Rue says it's a perfect time to make an addition to their drag family. We give a warm welcome to superfan Keelan, his dad Tony, cousin Tyler, and Uncle Paul. Wow, there are definitely not four people in my family who would join me in for this challenge. I could probably get four together. All right, tell me, who are you for? My mother. Okay. My grandmother. I could probably get my grandfather to do it. He's been to a few shows. And I could talk my uncle into it. Um, I'm sure my mom would do it. I think my brother, um, if you give him money, would probably do it. Um, for his residency, they do like this big fundraiser every year. And I think his second year, uh, he was part of the um, the pageant that they did. Um, and he dressed up as Moana and lip synced to How Far I'll Go. So the Disney runs in the family. Yeah, sure does. And he's done more drag than I have. <laughs> Crazy, right? <laughs> insane. Absolutely insane. Um, the Miracle of Drag is about to be unleashed as the queens will make over them. And this is sponsored by Anastasia Beverly Hills. They need to transform Keelan's kinfolk into lovely lady cans. They must also have a strong, fam- strong family resemblance with a category of opposites attract. After a dumb game of papers, rock, scissor, because we're down under... It's the battle of who they will who will pick Keelan. Um, the winner will be Molly. She gets Keelan. Next up, Queen will be taking Tyler. Hannah selects Tony, and Paul is left and goes to Spanky. Um, they're going to get to wear their own drag, plus footwear from Shumi. All right, you got first pick. Who would you have picked? Um, I would have picked Molly's partner. Mm-hmm. He was hot. Yeah, he was hot. You want you you want to help him tuck? Yeah. Um, now what and would then, you, and then untuck? Uh huh. Now what would you do for an opposites attract runway with a partner? Um, I'd probably okay. So crazy, crazy, crazy. Allison's whole brand is like this two thousands Y two K bimbo slut mm-hmm. bitch. So I'd put my partner in like nineteen hundreds. Okay. Okay. Which is the opposite of two thousands. Hmm. I'm a very big fan of a period piece. I love historical fashion. So well, I thought, well, I thought you said 2000s and historical fashion. I thought you were going to say Sharpay and Gabriella. I mean, I don't want to get sued by Disney. Oh, that's true. We can't do Disney shit on Drag Race. Fuck. Yeah. Damn it. I can't you afford and, a lawsuit. If you and Obscura did um, Sharpay and Gabriella, who's who? I'm Sharpay, duh. <laughs> naturally i love it i'm here for it all right molly tells keelan that she's the tits of the season and wants to utilize tits as well for him and he's like okay can i use mine and he shows his pecs good for you die oh. keelan works as a quiz host and an mc in a marriage celebrant he is a performer a big personality and i bet if he really did drag he would think he's the fucking shit 
You'd be that girl at the club that you're like, no, go away. Shut up. Yeah. Keelan wants to know who her biggest competition is. And Molly says the other Hobbit bitch. And Keelan's like, but she's with my dad. So need not worry. Queen thinks Keelan was the obvious pick, but now Molly will have to match Keelan's personality. And Queen just would need to tell him to calm down. Hannah tells Tony that drag is therapy for her. It's been her outlet for creative expression. She wants to know what he's hoping for out of this experience. He tells her that he has three gay sons. Could you imagine? I would quit my family. Yeah, I'd quit living. I would, because I know I would not be the most fabulous one. And I'd be like, what's the point? I'm not the special one anymore. Fuck this. I am the special one. Are you? I'm also the only gay, but. Yeah, so am I. So like, God, I would, I want to, I want to meet the, the, the trio of gay sons. I want to Actually, see all of Obscura's siblings are gay. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Mm, must be something in the water. I don't know. They're connected, and Tony shares that it's sad that he's made out as something special when it should come natural to just love your children. He's ready to embrace this 100%. Tony likes big nipples and being older, and Hannah is worried about working with older skin for makeup. She says she's not skilled at it, but at the end of the day, her goal is to make sure Tony feels fabulous and liberated with what drag brings. We will discuss her... Um, history of painting older men later on in this episode put a <sighs> on that keelan tells his dad that with a wig on he looks like queen elizabeth terrible timing this week isn't it um but also just don't tell an irishman that uh because the irish hate the royalty it's true um how, where were you when you found out queen elizabeth died in bed really at like three o'clock in the afternoon I'm, a, I'm like a vampire. I'm like nocturnal. And I, I open the group chat. It's me and Obscura and Opal Essence and our good friend DNA and our good friend Alice Noir. And um, I had been on Twitter and saw it. And at the same time, me and Obscura text, the queen is dead. Yes, yeah, she did. She done. She done. Already had hers. And my grandmother is British. Like she, she spent part of her childhood there. So she was, she was hit pretty hard by it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is she the only royalty she's ever known? Yeah. Well, it's going to be a very interesting transition time, but let's move on to Paul, the builder by trade, um, and has a partner down in Pommy. I couldn't quite understand if partner meant like girlfriend, boyfriend. What, what, what is Paul doing? I want to know. Someone find his Twitter. Yeah. So <laughs> you think Paul has a Twitter? Come on. Stranger things have happened. That's true. And Smiggy's like, what? That's where I'm from. It's like this was meant to be, and I was like, "Come on, producers, you made this happen. I get it." <laughs> um, Paul was sucked into drag by his friends for his 60th, and he ended up looking like Amy Winehouse. Uh, and I know well, a lot of queens. Not a bad who, thing. No, I know a lot of queens who've done Amy Winehouse, and it's not a bad thing at all. Yeah. Swanky is not a fan of the makeover challenge, as she can barely paint her own face. Her words, not mine. True. Paul knows it's part of what they're doing is for Spanky's success, but she wants to make sure that they are having a good old time. Now, once Paul has that breastplate on, uh, he's just jolly and jiggling those titties. Um, I've never worn a breastplate. I don't think I would like to wear a breastplate. Um, I think I would just be touching it all the time. I'm not a breastplate girl. No, not at all. I'm not, I'm not a tits girl or drag at all, really. That's fair. That's fair. Tyler has watched a grand total of half an episode of Drag Race. What's that like? Tell me, me what back. freedom is like. Take me back to before I saw season four. Wow, a long, long time ago. Well, Queen is resonating with Tyler as he's subdued and quiet like her brother. Queen thinks Tyler will look like Beyonce while she looks like Jay-Z. She knows that the physical transformation will be stunning, but she will enjoy giving him the essence of what the character is in trying to get their essence of what the character is. She tells him the main thing that she does with her drag is to bring out the strong warrior queen. Do you ever bring out the strong warrior queen inside of yourself? I don't think there's a strong warrior queen inside me. I think there's just a bitch inside. Lady Gaga is not a bitch. How dare you? She actually is sometimes. What? How do you know? Have you met her in person in real life? I've not, but when you analyze her for 14 years, you notice things. Oh, oh I, I guess we should have a special podcast about is she a bitch? Sometimes. Lady Gaga story. Okay, well, okay. We'll put a pin on that one. She tells him the main thing that she does with her drag is being a warrior queen, but 
how is Tyler convinced to do this? He says he wanted to give it a try as a lot of people grew up doing sports that they didn't want to do. And he thought, let's do drag and have a day in their shoes and break stereotypes. And I say, nah, he was just paid a good chunk of money. Probably. Um, how much money do you think a guest spot like this goes for? Because it's like two days of filming. Maybe like seven or 8,000. What? No way. I was going to say like 200 a day. I mean, they treat the contestants like shit, but the contestants want to be there. Like, these are people that have hey, to come in true. from their outside lives. That is true. That is true. Um, well, it's time to tackle the fears and time to walk in those shoes. Uh, as the family puts on their shoes, they're having a gay old time. They are willing to be there and show what it means to be a man in this day and age, which includes loving and accepting others, including the queer community. Spanky tells Paul that they are the sexy people as there is a half a tank and two hobbits in the other room, in the room as the other teams. Um, I'm just going to say, this is not the most uplifting makeover challenges we've seen, but it's about no. acceptance. This is what this episode was about, acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> um, straight men in heels not good they walk like Bambi and also Spanky thinks Bambi was killed um, bitch she never died it was her mother that was killed watch it again girl. yes uh, maybe I think I don't know gender is a construct exactly Bambi's a deer doe a deer a female deer see oh maybe it's a boy okay mind blown um I've never seen a better bit of editing when Spanky is talking about being graceful and then nearly takes a tumble herself. And that's a big girl. She's got a long way to fall. <laughs> she does. Um, how were you the first time you were in heels? A natural, honestly. Is there video proof? Um, there might be. What was the first pair of heels you wore? First pair of heels that I wore were a pair of my mom's. The first pair of heels that I owned were a yellow pointed toe pump from Goodwill. Very cute. I love that. Hannah thinks Spanky and Paul are her competition for this challenge because they have great chemistry, but Spanky may, might make Paul look like a brick. It's not wrong. I mean... We're going to have a little walk-off. Um, and the editors like put a little graphic up there for us. Tyler brings... One. That's literally. Tyler brings the shoulders back and gives a little pose. Uh, there's some work to be done. Paul is in it to win it. Even I can't even get my hip that far out to strut. Uh, so good for him. Maybe he broke a hip in the process, but good for you. <laughs> uh, Tony takes his, almost takes a tumble and Spanky says we got um, a good dick grab, but if we note whose dick um, Tony would have been reaching for, it would have been his son. So maybe we should have left that comment out of the commentary. Yikes. And finally, Keelan is a mo. Duh. Um, wait. He fell! Shablam, bitch! Hilarious. He deserved it, right? Yeah. He was, uh, like, if, uh, I don't believe in karma. That's why I really do believe in karma. Yeah. But come on. That was coming to him. He knew yeah, his though. own personal edit in one episode was going to be the, the bitchy gay. Yep. All right. Rue is coming in for a walkthrough and Keelan and Molly join Rue first and see similar wigs and Rue wants to know what their strategy is. Molly says they are going for sweet and sour like strawberry shortcake and lemon meringue. Yum. Allison, what's your favorite kind of cake? And don't say ass. Hmm. Favorite kind of cake? Coconut cake. Okay, coconut. I, well, I guess like cake pie, I guess they're a little different, but I love me a key lime pie. Oh, yeah. If we're including pie, that's the winner. Yeah. Um, I like birthday cakes, even though no one gets me birthday cakes. Anything can be a birthday cake, though. Yeah. Okay, listeners, can I have a birthday cake for my birthday, please? It's in January. You have time. Mine's in December. You can get Allison one, too. I will take a birthday cheesecake. That would be fun. I like those. I'm not crazy about cheesecake. I'm sorry for you. Thank you. It's okay. It's all right. Rue's going to ask Keelan if he's done drag, and he said he's never done it to this extent. Molly has taught him to do slower steps as he is a high-energy person, and he has long legs, so Molly has to keep up. Rue wants to know why his father is so open to doing this, as not everyone is this open-minded. Keelan says he was raised in an open-minded household to live your own truth and be a trendsetter. What trends do you think Keelan started? None. 
<laughs> I know. I was like, trendsetter? What are you talking like, about? No. I had to really think about it for a second. I was like, what trends could he have started? Now I got nothing. Putting like partial blonde in your hair. Just like a little. I've done that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You're a trendsetter because you probably made Keelan do it. I do love a little skunk stripe. <laughs> now, Tony and Hannah arrive and Rue says it's an interesting combo. They have tried on any clothing. Sure. They, they put a wig on and some shoes. And Tony was very comfortable. Did Tony get that tingling inside when he had the tits on? He's not going to say. No, he didn't. Tony's number one concern is falling over in the shoes. And Rue says the key to the high heels is the hips as it keeps you balanced as well as the ball of the foot. Is this the first time RuPaul has actually given drag advice? I think so. Wow. What a moment to be alive. I never thought I'd see the day, but here we are. Insane. Thank you, Rue. Now I know how to walk in heels, <laughs> but I'll never do it. I can't wear heels. I have fat feet. I have like very fat feet. Get like a little something stretchy. Yeah, that's what it probably needs. I because I have like like extra like there's more foot when uh, beyond the pinky toe. It's annoying. It's really annoying. I'm white. Yeah, it's fine. Molly will be doing some rigging to Tony's face, and Rue admits that she has an intricate series of weights and pulleys to get him to drag. Um, do you think we'll ever, ever get a moment of behind the scenes and watching Rue get made up? God, I hope. Because I want to know the process. Yeah, I really, really want to know. Um, because I want I want to know what Raven talks to Rue about for two hours to get ready. I don't know. That would be the so terrifying to be like, let's make small talk, RuPaul. I mean, plenty of people have to do it every episode. Yeah, I mean, I pro- if I were there doing Rue's makeup, I, as some paints, gonna be like, how's your head? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Is there something on your face? Oh, God, I would get canceled by room. All right, Spanky and Paul, they're just two sluts trying to have fun. Sounds like the Allison Obscura story. Yeah. Paul will be emerging as a slutty queen, and Rue knows she'll be a dirty street whore. Paul is making Mama Rue laugh, and that's the key. He's not worried about his daughter or grandchildren thinking, oh, the horror. He's more worried they're going to wet the sofa watching him. And I'm sure that was the horror of watching him on this episode. Of- I, I would imagine okay. so. I'd be mortified. Yeah. They're planning to do pineapple on pizza as their opposites attract as that is something Spinky brought with her. All right, let's do it. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Allison it sure says does. it sure does. Okay, there's the hot take. I, I'm right in the middle. I I, I I love pineapple. I appreciate pineapple. Mm-hmm. I just don't love pizza. I like it. So I'm like, why would you put pineapple on something I don't like? That's my issue. Fair. Fair. Listeners weigh in. Let me know. Finally, it's Queen Kong and Tyler. And Queen thinks his greatest asset is he's open, but she's going to have to mentor him to get the confidence out of him. Rue predicts it'll come out of him once he gets into the character. Queen has put others in drag before as she has a few drag babies. As a dancer, she can work with bodies and has already done a few adjustments to work on Tyler's natural swag in his character. Now it's just time to ease it in out of him. Do you have any drag babies? I do not. Do you want drag babies? I do not. Oh, you're gonna be you're gonna be an auntie forever. Yeah. That's I can't. I can't helping someone else come up. No, it's not for me. Especially if they become more famous than you. You're like, why did I do this to myself? That's not a concern of mine. (laughs) Well, after Rue leaves, Tyler gets a wig and corset on. He's feeling like Beyonce. And Queen notices that Tyler is dead behind the eyes, and that's just not what Queen does. When she looks at you, you know she's looking at you and the person behind you and the person behind them, which I believe. I believe if if I ever were stared down by Queen, I might have actually been murdered. She looks like the type. Yeah. Queen will try to get Tyler to work on the facial expressions and he's playing and you can tell it's helping a little bit. Molly knows that Queen is gunning for a win just as much as she is. So she's a little scared. But Keelan, haha. Our friend Keelan. He's feeling like Dolly in the look. And um, he says, like, shouldn't I be wearing something nastier? Have we ever had a makeover subject be so particular about what they're wearing? No, usually they kind of just say do whatever. Yeah, he's like, this is my moment. And Molly's like, 
I'm the contestant, bitch. Shut your fucking mouth. He he's overstepping his bounds. It's true. Caitlin thinks that she's a good girl going to church and sweet. And Molly is like, girl, um, I have very limited options. What do you want me to do? I'm the professional here. Hannah tells us that she regrets that Keelan was ever her first choice because she's Little Miss Sassy Sass Pants. Um, and I was like, wait, that's Allison's nickname. It's true. Little Miss Sassy Sass Pants? Yeah. Did you partake in the Little Miss meme that was going around? Not really. It was so stupid. It just, it went on for too long. It did. Because everything became a Little Miss. I'm like, no, it's a, no, no. It was bad. Hannah knows it's a camp to have Keelan be the way he is, but Molly is like, no, this is dangerous. Who's the real star of this show? Now, Spanky's having difficulty adjusting everything for Paul as he's much smaller than she expected. She has to take the corset in with Glitter and Jesus. It's time to take an entire outfit in for this man. Um, have you ever last minute, 24 hours before a gig, had to redo a look for somebody? Or for yourself? For somebody else? No, for myself. I've Okay, so I've, like, done my face, and then I've had, like, 45 minutes left, and I've made a dress in 45 minutes before I've left for the gig. Wow. Okay. Is our, is that dress uh, live on Instagram? It's actually my most recent post. No way! Okay, tell us the story. What did this happen? Uh, I didn't like what I was wearing that night, and I sent my now ex-boyfriend, Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead, oh, uh, to okay, Joanne well, okay. Fabrics. To pick up some fabric for me, and she was born. Oh, it's and that's the photo that I used. It's a very, very pretty gown. Good job. Thank I love you. it. I have another photo from that shoot session. Now, did we lose? Did we lose? Is he now an ex because he got the wrong thing? No, no, the fabric is gorgeous. He's an ex because he was a monster. Ooh, and not the lady. All right, that's died. that's for the after uh, podcast. <laughs> Spanky is looking stressed and is delusional that she almost won her outfit week one. Oh, wait, that was sarcasm. Uh, She does not want to be the reason why she sent home. We will watch her snap a needle. And apparently in this house, we only have one needle per contestant. That can't be right. I go through so many needles. So there has to, there there, could you imagine if that was the rule? You only have one needle, one thing of thread. And if you lose it or run out, that's it. You hit one pin, you're done. The timing is slightly off, you're done. Mm Mm-hmm. Your fabric is too thick in one spot. You're done. I mean, I know that there are stories of queens saying that they like get bad um, sewing machines on purpose and blah, 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 blah. Why? Just for story? Because they want them to have like a moment of panic. I guess so. Crazy. All right. It's makeover day and Spanky is still concerned about her outfit. Keelan is super excited and running through his head all the things he could improve on. Tyler was practicing his walk all night. They all just need to have a good time so it can all go smoothly. They want them to have the full experience. Sometimes I wonder, like, if I got the pleasure of being a makeover subject, would I even be good at it? But then I'm like, wait, who cares? It'll be fun. Exactly. You're there for a good time. One of them will go home, and Hannah wants them to give them a reason that they all stay for the finale. And I'm like, "Uh, not with what all y'all were wearing. The alarm blares, and this time it's not product placement, but a video message from Norvina, the head of Anastasia Beverly Kills. That's right, the caption people fucked it up. She went home already. It literally said Anastasia Beverly Kills, and it said it every single time. Are they going to pay her royalties for this episode too? I sure the fuck hope so that she gets some money off of this, or at least <laughs> like gets an entire palette or, or makeup kit, like. That was funny. That literally, whoever back. whoever was hired to do this was like, oh wait, I, I Beverly Kills. I, I've heard that name before. That's what it said. No, no. Even like an auto translation would know it's Hills, not Kills. Very funny. Very funny. Um, she is honored to be partnering with Drag Race Down Under and is using their palettes for the drag family makeover. She tells them that Cover Girl don't cover boy, but Anastasia Beverly Hills or Kills does. They fucked it up again. Um, do you think maybe with like little gender insensitivity, we should like maybe retire that quote? Is it time? Or do we still like it? Cover girl, don't cover boy. I might be the outlier. I don't think it's a big deal. Okay. Hey, listen, I, I know there are a lot of people who are sensitive about gender things and we try to neutralize it on drag race nowadays. Absolutely. Um, like be, be, um, 
be respectful of people, be, you know, kind about all that. But I think taking everything out of everything is just overkill. See? All right, it's time to start painting. And I would like to just point out that the show must have been listening to my podcast um, because not only did we give them a bowl of water, they are letting the contestants not shave them, but the actual subjects shave their own faces. We know this is a huge gripe of mine. So miracles do happen on Drag Race. Why did it take this long for them to let them do this? 76 seasons later. Um, as I've said many, many, many times, if I do not have water when I am shaving, I am freaking out like that. You're not doing this dry. It will my skin is my so face. sensitive. Yeah, it, it's not going to work. Um, but yeah, letting them shave their own face. Thank you. It's not a plot point if they have a beard. Yeah. Who cares? We moved on. Girl. <laughs> Tyler is nervous and is waiting for the character. Queen is noticing his nervous energy and will be using her experience with her drag baby's breakdowns to lift him up. It's an emotional experience seeing yourself in drag for the first time. Did you cry the first time you saw yourself in drag? No. I was also like 11. <laughs> Fair. So I think the pictures like, are. Oh my God, look at this monster. The picture might be on my Instagram. Oh, ooh, let's see. Love let's that. see. It would be pretty far down, but it might be there. Well, Queen is relying on her motherly nature that Beverly didn't see in previous episodes to help guide Tyler through this. We're going to learn that Tyler is also of Polynesian descent, and Queen says that it's a huge representation for their community that he's doing this. Queen says that Tyler is showcasing what it means to be a man, and being a man means being there for people that you love first and foremost. She appreciates her for doing this and hopes she does him proud. Do you think this got the Wamana out of Tyler? And do you think Tyler and Queen fucked after the show? I don't think they did. And I think what got the Wamana out of him is the money. Yeah, that's fair. We're going to see Kylan uh, have some little tissues on his face because why? The bitch is bleeding. That is the worst. And I don't even put makeup on my fucking face. I can only imagine what happens if you like little, you like nicked yourself and then had makeup on your face. Yeah. It, it's a nightmare because I've, I've like cut myself shaving and then had to like rush to paint for a gig. Side okay. note, I found, I found the picture. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Um, I'll, send did, I'll send it to you. I'll send where it to did you. those titties come from? Um, My sock drawer. Like... 50 socks per titty. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. That's uh-huh. so precious. She was, a, she was a woman. That's great. That's incredible. Thank you for sharing. Thank you of for course. not archiving it. Of course. It wasn't on my Instagram. It was on my Facebook. <gasps> there it is. Um, if I went through people's Facebook from the early days of drag, oh my God, I can't, I can only imagine the treasure trove. Oh God. I was, I was rough. Woof. All right, now our mission is to find Obscura first time in drag. I have it. Ah, I'm so mean. It's in my camera roll. Shut up. You're evil. I love it. (laughs) All right, Spanky tells Paul that she lived overseas in Melbourne for 12 years, and it was the best time of her life. What made her came back was her dad getting sick, as they thought it was the end. It was one of the hardest things for Spanky to do. She was adopted, as her grandparents are her parents. The way she looks at it is... They give up their lives for her, so why not do the same for them? She reveals that she is, uh, he is still kicking and believes coming home, they've had the best time, and being away for 12 years, they've reconnected and had fun as a family. Paul has had an experience with his dad and had to become a caregiver for him and says he wouldn't have known his father had he not done so. He says it's not an easy thing to do, and it's very rare. We're going to watch Spanky and Paul get emotional, and I was like, oh we're getting an arc from spanky she's not leaving this episode but it's very heavy for a winner's edit between them being from the same town and having the storyline you knew this was the person that they were gonna put her with they just they wrote it out for us they didn't try to hide it yeah well molly's gonna look around the room and sees the drag daughters are coming to life meanwhile she looks at queen sister kong and wamana has arrived she looks like a kardashian if i do say so myself she looked good. Mm-hmm. Molly has 45 minutes left and she has run out of time. Can she get both her and Keelan's makeup done? It's not the tea for Molly. She says that working with someone's face that's not hers was difficult. And I say, 
bitch, this is drag race. Makeover challenges are going to potentially come. Practice yeah. this shit. Yeah. I guarantee you, you have friends who don't do drag who would kill to have a moment of you putting them into drag. Listen, it's not easy painting other people. All it takes is practice. Exactly. And you have to be prepared for different face shapes, different structures, and potentially different genders. Like, this is a thing you should practice. You got to practice sewing. You got to practice acting. You got to practice snatch game. You got to practice makeup. These are things you need to do before getting on Drag Race. I do not want to hear that you can't do this mm-hmm. shit anymore. That story arc, it's done. Yeah. I've painted some rough canvases. Okay. Who who was the worst you've ever painted? Oh, okay. Why uh, did why was that a hard a canvas to work on, Miss um, Campon Kiki? Her face is very different from mine. Okay. Um, and she likes to move around while you do her makeup. Bitch, come on. Mm-hmm. But I did paint her for the Camp Kiki premiere event. Very exciting. Very exciting. Did you put her face on or did you put your face on her face? I put not my face, but a face on her face. Okay. She very, wouldn't very she fair. wouldn't look good in my face. My face is, is created for my bone structure. That's fair. So. See, that's the things you as a makeup artist need to know and bring that with you when you come to drag race. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, okay, how can I adapt? I know this works for my face. How can I work for your face? The important thing is like knowing how bone structure works in a face. Absolutely. And colors. Colors are important too. Oh yes. As we will see later on, colors are very important. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Keelan um, wants only the positive thoughts. As Molly basically tells him she hates his face. I was like, that's good. She's really going through it. Um, oh, and then Molly brings up those inner saboteurs that RuPaul likes. Bitch, they're back. I thought we were tired of them, but they're here. They're never going away. What's your inner saboteur's name? Alice in Wonderland. Nice, nice. Yeah. Keelan offers to help speed up the process. And Molly says, put yourself in body while I do it. Learn as you go. How does she run out of time? I don't know. Right. Let's hit the main stage. And Rue is lame. I mean, LeMay, very colorful, very classic. But um, how Raven did her makeup this week with the glitter and the stone in the inner eye, it made Rue look cross-eyed. A little. Yeah, I can see that. We have Michelle and Reese and no guest judge. Oh, well. I'm not surprised. Category is Opposites Attract. In honor of the runway, we will play Attract or Repel. Queen Kong and Sister Kong. It is the yin and yang duo. Um, I feel like the beat is there. It is a family resemblance. When it comes to the looks, um, and in previous seasons, we need to see the same elements of a look. It's not quite matching besides the color story. They're not bad looks in any way. No, no, no. no. Um, They are playing with black and white. They have asymmetry, but they are two different garments from two different worlds. I think they look good, though. And Sister Kong was very strong on the runway. I think it was a great transformation. Yeah. It's, It's a weak attract. That's fair. Michelle says Sister Kong, if she knows how, ask her if she knows how hot she is. Queen thinks she'll put her out of business. She says the opposites do attract and she's proud of Queen for continuing to push herself. Reese says she nailed it and Rue asks Queen what her biggest challenge was this week and she says she didn't have any. She felt really at home and was reminded why she does drag. It was difficult to watch Sister be prettier than her on stage. Rue's going to ask Sister what her favorite part of the outfit is and she says the bum. Girl, that was a flat ass. It was. That was so flat. Listen, but for a straight man. Hey, T, there it is. I'll give this an attract. Yeah. Audience, 79% attract, 21% repel. Okay. Molly Poppins and Candy Flippins. Uh, I hate the name, but that's not important here. I think the looks are fine. They are not opposites. Keelan's point was there, but it was more so the concept that fell flat. I think the hair is drag. It's very poodle-like. Um, there are elements that fit, but they are just not styled in a way that I see family resemblance whatsoever. It just looks like cheap fabric from Walmart. Yeah. I hate it. I, I mean, even just the way she painted him, I, I get it. She's got a rounder face. He's got more of a, um, a linear, stronger face with features, but 
there was just she didn't even put the same shapes on him. The makeup's so bad. I will say, really, really hot, really manly guys like that are hard to put in drag. It's true. Reese says he was wondering if he would know which one was the drag fan, and she walked out in the runway, and he was like, got her. Michelle says they were fun to watch, but wanted more of a story as she didn't know what was going on. Molly will say that she is the mother going to come out and forcing her daughter to do a cutesy routine, but she's a sour bitch who doesn't want to partake. Michelle's pet peeve is why is one sock down and the other up? And I was like, that's your pet peeve here? Okay. Rue asks if Candy looked around and thought she made a terrible mistake. She says, it wasn't a thought of mistake, but there is a lot of stress as Molly was under the pump and there was negative talk. Molly says, it was a fun and wholesome experience. Rue wants to know, looking around the room at the relatives, are there any, she's jealous of it. And Candy says, sister's face flashes personality and I love you, dad. No, no, how, look how far you came. Um, Candy, you didn't come far. It's a repel for me. A hard repel. What's Audience. below repel? literally uh, audience 25 percent attract 75 percent repel spanky jackson and flash jackson the concept should have landed them in the bottom but she's lucky two other bitches did much worse i think spanky looks possibly the best she's looked all season yeah can't say the same for flash um meanwhile flash is wearing the leftovers of vivian vanderpuss's incognito look that she tossed the pacific when she was wrongly eliminated Oh, true. Flash's wig line. Um, oh my God, the lace front was on full fucking display. Absolutely terrible. They had fun on stage. Spanky's paint on Flash did have like some similarities. Still bad, but the problem is Spanky doesn't have a specific base that you can recall. It's generic, and this is what the whole maker makeover was here. Generic. Yeah. It it it's not horrible. It's just not good. Yeah. Rue says Uncle Paul's legs are amazing. Michelle says she was most concerned for the makeover challenge because of her makeup as she struggled all competition. But she has upped her game the past two weeks and loves how she chose this as the opposite of tracks. She sings the Flash theme song before telling Uncle Paul she looks hot with the restaurant table dress, though the makeup is not the best. She says it works with the character. Spanky couldn't be more proud and felt like her own dad was there with her. Spanky, it's Rappel. It's, it's a repel yeah for sure audience audience was almost mixed here 46 percent attract 54 percent repel i was a little surprised by this maybe it's because spanky looks better than she normally does i think that's what it is because her face was very very well done mm-hmm. and finally we have hanaconda and helligator uh i was like that's a kind of fun meme um so hannah says painting older faces is hard and I can confirm that this was not the first time she has done so. On an episode of Jack Whitehall's Travels with My Father, Hannah is one of the queens who does Michael Whitehall's face. He is old. She did an old face. To be fair, it was pretty similar to the look, which was not good. Um, very bad. But if you go, it's clip is on YouTube. You see Hannah Conda and Minnie Cooper is in this episode as well. I don't like Minnie Cooper. Well, She's fun. She might be on the podcast soon. <laughs> anyway, first off, the looks were from two different fairy tales. This was not even in the same universe. I think Hella's face was so white that even when you saw her neck and chest, it was almost comical how bad it was. It, it um, looks like a clown. Yeah, it was It was really bad. The only redeeming thing about this entire segment was Rue saying it was Camilla and the Queen um, the week the Queen died. I cannot believe they did not edit that out. <sighs> Jesus, take the wheel. That one, I I had to pause the episode. Yeah. Oh my god. I still think it was a Camilla Long Con. I think she killed Diana and I think she killed the Queen. I agree. She's a bitch. All right. Um, and Michelle says that it's a beautiful thing to see a father willing to do this for their gay child. She says that they had fun, but the storyline could have been grander. Rue says Hella is such a hero for doing this, not only for the family heritage, but families around the world. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Rue didn't get the dreams and nightmares, but got good and evil. He says that Hella has, um, I just buried the king and I'm out to fuck vibes. Okay. Hannah says they had such a wonderful time and was drawn to Tony because he reminded her of her own dad and it was special to her. And Rue asks Helligator to point out the place on her body that she's in the most pain. And the answer is she can't wait to go for a piss after this. <laughs> At least you got a sense of humor. Um, yeah. this, is, this is fucking awful. This is a repel. 
It's a repel. Even if it was good, it'd be a repel. I can't stand Hanaconda. Oh, oh, Sorry, oh, can't oh, get behind a queen who's done blackface. There it is. All right. Well, apparently neither can the viewers because she's got like no likes on her Team Hannah post. Good. Audience, 12% attract, 88% repel. Good. It's time for some bevies backstage, and we're going to find out how the girls enjoyed their runway debuts. Candy put her hand on her hip and just felt it. Sister felt empowered, and Quinn felt they were a family, and it wasn't work. The timing was perfect as she needs this win. Candy thanks the girls for making them all feel comfortable. But Spanky says the whole experience has been richer because of them. It's been refreshing. And she says she lost her sense of community leaving Melbourne, but she's feeling at home and doesn't want it to end, but doesn't want anyone else to leave either. Hannah believes the reality is that it will be her and Molly in the bottom. They performed the weakest. She doesn't want it to be a reflection of her partner as they did a great job. Hannah knows she could have done better. She sees the end and doesn't want it to end like this. And she knows that this will be the first lip sync, but she is a park and barker, park and barker, park and barker, which means she's good. She's she's a good performer. Yeah. Are you a park and barker? No. I, I, I get restless. I can't stand in one spot. No? No. You move and move and move. I like to, to run around and grab tips. Um. Okay. Drag Kings, if you need a name, Parker, Barker. That's good. Right? Oh my god, I like that one, Parker Barker. Maybe um, that can be your name. Maybe, maybe. I listen. I've thought about doing more of a king thing, kind of like the glam uh, Adam Lambert style thing. Um, uh-huh. It's still drag. I don't care what anyone yeah. says. Adam Lambert does drag. Is Those still, looks. Is he still performing? Absolutely. Well, good for him. Don't you dare say anything negative about Adam Lambert. I will. I don't have anything to say about Adam Lambert. I, 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 I know him. he is on American Idol. It's about all I know, and he's gay. And he's the lead singer now for Queen. Nobody's ever going to be the lead singer for Queen. Queen died with Freddie Mercury. I've seen them twice and I cried in Vegas watching the entire car. That's like seeing Sublime with Rome. Yeah, fine. Okay. Molly says she has not come this far to go home now. Being there is validation that she has something special that is drag drag race worthy. But girl, you had no backstory, so we knew you were not special enough. No backstory. We learned nothing about Molly Poppins this season. I'm, I'm just not interested in her. Do you think know. if we got a backstory or learned something about her past, maybe we would care a little bit more? Yeah, but it's like she was just kind of there. Yeah, it was not great. The Queen's return as Rue has made some decisions. Queen Kong gets the win and wins $5,000 thanks to Anastasia Beverly Kills. Yep, that's what it says. Beverly Kills. Um, and Sister Kong wins a full makeup kit. Was that a joke or was that real? Either way, that was iconic. I hope it was real. I hope so too. I would be like, yeah, I'm going to sell this shit on eBay. Probably did. Spanky is safe, leaving us with Molly and Hannah as the bottom two. Do you agree? Yeah. Well, Two little girls in a regular-sized world are about to lip-sync against each other. Now, the way I screamed when we got our song. I didn't know Steps has made their way all the way down under, but um, I love Steps so much. Allison? I'm not, I'm not terribly familiar. Well, for those who don't remember Drag Race UK 3, they made an appearance in the Girl Group Challenge. They were I remember it. Um, as I've said before, I think Steps made me gay because um, I've been a fan since literally when you were born. Oh, that just hurt my heart. Oh, God, <laughs> that hurt. Um, but the song is Heartbreak in the City by Steps featuring, not and, featuring Michelle Visage. Um, I've never heard of her. Yeah, who's she? First off, the way that Michelle and Reese and Rue were singing along to the song, I was like, okay, they just love the song. They don't care about the lip sync. Honestly, I didn't care about the lip sync either. This was a park and bark up-tempo moment. I think they both brought it and really made sure it was going to be a difficult decision. But let's be real. Hannah was going to make it to the end. There were, like Molly could have been done the best performance you've ever seen. She was going to be eliminated. Yeah. Molly had energy. Hannah had fight. 
but Rue has decided that only one little girl in a regular sized world will make it to the finale. It is Hanaconda. Molly Poppins is going on a party bus back to Newcastle. Do you agree with the decision? Based on what we have, yes. I would have liked Hanagon a long time ago. I would I would have liked Hannah not casted. Hey, I mean, that is a thing that a lot of people have discussed. And until it was revealed on the show, I was not going to bring it up. But the way they presented it, again, having Queen being the one to talk to her about it, they justified everything. Not saying it's right, not saying it's wrong, but the show has justified it. And for the most part, it seems like the majority of the fan base is fine with her casting, not with her winning. She's not going to win anyway. All right, I got some burning questions to wrap this podcast. Are you ready, Allison? I'm ready. What is Molly's legacy? Um, yep. Good question. Um, she was her there. Legacy is being painfully unmemorable, I guess. And that's not a diss at her. It's just the way the producers played her in the season. Between how they showcased her and then just having other contestants that were just so much more memorable that went before her, it kind of sucks to be Molly Poppins because you're not going to remember her because you're going to remember Beverly. You're going to remember Minnie. You're going to remember Yuri. It's just, it's very unfortunate. Yeah. She, she made it far, but what does she have to show for it? Exactly. I mean, this is not necessarily meant to be a dig. This is just to compare. You have three people who are more dominating the season and the one who who gets cut just before the finale. It's hard. It's very much like season nine where you have four dominating personalities and then Alexis Michelle, you're like, oh, I forgot she was on the season. Honestly, I forgot she was there too. Not discrediting her at all. It's just the four ahead of her are just so dominatingly good. It's true. It's true. It's finale time. Who is she is the track. And I'm like, what's that? Have we heard this song yet? (laughs) Do we know it? I don't think so. Without saying who you think is going to win, who do you think will do well in this challenge? Queen Kong, of course. Yep. Naturally. This, this is Queens to lose. After seven episodes, the winner of the season is Beverly Kills. She got mentioned after her elimination. <laughs> no, she by the captions. The captions mentioned her. No, who who is your winner pick? Who's gonna win? I don't know. I'm not even super invested in who wins. My favorites were at home. I guess if I had to pick anyone, I'd say Queen Kong. I agree. I think it's time for Queen Kong. Um, she's really good. I know that track record. Um, may say differently, but I think she's just a great ambassador should she win. Track record hasn't mattered in a long time. Yeah, I, I think she would be a great winner here. Um, I, I, she was my winner pick preseason, so I'm very, very excited for this potential. Um, I just, I, I don't see Hannah winning because I think it would cause way too much backlash and potentially cause the season, um, the series to be canceled. And yeah. I just find Spanky a hard sell after Kidamine wins because they're very similar in the sense of they're both Kiwi drag queens who are of a little bit older age and mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Queen is the right winner here, but we will see. We'll, 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 we'll definitely see next week. I don't know. My winner picks are both gone. So. Who are they? Yuri and Beverly. Uh-huh. The youngsters. I've been a fan of Yuri for a long time. I've been following her for years. She's great. True. All right, Allison, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? You can find me on Instagram at iAllisonWonderland. My Venmo and my Cash App are linked in my Instagram bio. She's smart. Uh, as far as upcoming projects, Visions with Obscura is taking a month off for September, but we will be back in October. I'll give, I'll, I'll, I'll give a little preview. Our show is called The Killer is Escaping. Uh oh. American Horror Story themed show. We're each Uh-oh. picking one actor and or actress from the show. Very obvious who I've picked. Madam Gugu? It's true. The rumors are true. She's tattooed right here at, in American Horror Story. There it is. Um, but other than that, just, you know, my hometown gigs here in South Jersey. Well, 
this was a pleasure. Thanks for being Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. A big thanks to Allison for coming on. Subscribe to your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.